our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts, Alvin and Edmund, will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. And I'm saying welcome back, but welcome to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. I'm Alvin, your host, and I have, what's going on, man? Edmund. What's going on? Hear me? Can you? Okay, all right. We can hear it. How you doing, man. man? How's everybody doing out there? How you doing, man? Listen, if I get any better, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I ain't going to be any handle it. If I get any better. Man, that's tell me about it. I really that, do. That's some good stuff to hear. Yeah, so listen, y'all. We have a great show uh, on tap of you all. We not waste much uh, uh, time. We're going to get right into it here shortly. We got some great topics that we're going to discuss, you know, here on Old Fashioned Health Show. We bring you healthy information, products, and or services. And today, we're going to talk about... Uh, the uh, coronavirus update. That's what we do every Thursday with an amazing panel of doctors that uh, each one of them has a segment that they update you on on what's going on out here in Atlanta uh, with this COVID-19. Now, your, um, I'm going to tell you, I'm, so these are the doctors, but I'm going to point out one doctor in particular because of this particular topic she's going to talk about. But uh, so we have Dr. Alexander uh, is one of our doctors on the panel. We have Dr. Sewell and we have Dr. Carissa Hines. Now, Dr. Hines today, she is talking about the country reopening and she is really got some. I don't think she happy about that at all. Uh, she she sees it every day or she's on the front line. of it, So she's a little um, not happy. I don't think about how this is all going. And a lot of people are like thinking, as you said earlier, oh, cool. Let's go on out here. It's ready now. We, we, we open and they just guards her down. And uh, Dr. Sewell sent me something just before I came in uh, that talked about the, uh, I, I think it was something uh, with the opening dates and the, and the statistics at what it, at how it's going to peak. So she'll probably hit that hit on that a little bit when she calls in. And uh, so they're constantly talking about everything pertaining to to uh, old-fashioned health and the, and the different things that's going on. And, and I'm sorry, not old-fashioned, but COVID-19. Edmund, so tell me, uh, man, what you, what's your thoughts about we uh, opening up? So soon, what you think? Well, you know what? I was waiting for you to wrap that up because I was going to ask you what's your take. Uh, I'm I'm staying in the house, man, dude. I, <laughs> it's funny you say that. I, I tell you, I get along with the puns. I'm staying in the house. Bruh, listen to me. <laughs> See, I got this cap on, right? I will be <laughs> indoors, looking out the window like I'm on punishment. Yep. You feel me? Yep. I can't like, come outside and play. It. I get it, but I can't come outside. And I play. just think, me personally, I just think it's a bit too soon. Yeah. I get, you know, we need to, you know, get the economy. What's wrong with our engineer over there, man? What's wrong with it, man? What, 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 what are you doing over what there? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so and what was you saying, man? No, I was just saying that just me personally, this is my take on it. I think it's a bit too soon. I think that we still are unaware of a lot of what's going on, how this thing is being contracted. Because honestly, it's got me feeling like it might be like a little lice or a fleece and some, some, just jump off. You know, oh, so, so you so you going into a paranoia stage. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. I'm just using <laughs> my imagination to so, keep me um, in to keep me in that mode because you don't want to get too comfortable. 
you know, because right. some people I feel like, you know, oh, I got my hand sanitized, I got my mask, and I'm good. You know, right. still, you need to be cautious of what's going on, your surroundings, still, you know, bunker up at home and, and disinfect and, and do all that stuff or whatever. So that's just my mindset. I'm, I'm an artist, so my mind is, I'm thinking it's a little... Little bugs, little bugs walking around looking at you, waiting on you to kind of turn the corner. Exactly. Y'all heard it here. We do have a, a we have a panel of doctors that could help you with that. Maybe they can write you a prescription. Uh, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. We we'll talk about that later. But but uh, honestly, it it does it can set up a form of paranoia. Easy, easy, very very easy. I think it's almost like being shell shocked. You just you hear it so much in the news, you don't know what's gonna happen. And then and if it gets as bad as they're predicting it to get. That's just not gonna be good. If it gets as bad, especially for the African American community, that ain't gonna be good. So, I'm, if anybody's out there listening to me now, if it's, period, I don't care what color you are, who you would, stay at home, y'all. Yeah. Please stay at home. Don't. Yeah. And if you have to go out, go out, get you something to eat. Put, I mean, meaning to the grocery store, put a mask on, and 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 do what you can to do your part to make sure you are taking care of you and or your loved ones and the people that you run in contact that you come in contact with uh, every day they have they expose to you but also on the flip side of that i i, I do have to address an issue um it's easy to say we'll stay at home if you know you have another means or some source of income or savings account or you've received your stimulus check there's a lot of people out there that have not received any type of funds or whatever since you know this whole right. stay at home bunker down measurement has gone about and we don't know you know what's going on with that you know right. so them opening up i somewhat can see but me personally i just still think it's, it's just still a bit too soon you know on that yeah you got a lot of people that have jobs i mean that need they need the money yes and they, and they don't know that it's they're stuck between a rock and a hard place but you know what that's what we're here for to try to give them some options some things to think about and maybe some things that they could possibly do because I, I, I always say I'd rather see a sermon than hear one so I don't want to keep talking to them about what they you know should should do and quoting scriptures and things like that give them some options you know anyway uh, so we're gonna have Dr. Alexander gonna kick it off here in a few minutes so we're gonna go ahead and get the show started and then by the time we come back in he will have called in and then we're gonna get this party rolling yeah. and just so y'all know you know normally they be rushing through this segment trying to get through we got an extended version, so we will be here till 4.30 with you guys. We'll Stay tuned. 4.30, y'all. All right, this is Alvin and Edmund on Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100.
Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at smartplexatl.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. Meet Barbara Ann Berg, author, chef, coach, educator, multi-business owner, She's a CBD advocate that supports the many health benefits of CBD. Contact Barbara Bird for more information about CBD benefits and business opportunities at www.barbaraannbird.com or email at infobarbaraannbird at gmail.com or give her a call at 770-733-0525. Barbara Ann Bird your serialpreneur. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. You have Alvin and Edmund here. What's up, man? What's up, everybody? Hey, y'all. We got Dr. Alexander on the line. Doc, how you doing, man? Oh, man, it's a beautiful day. How you gentlemen doing today? What's up, Doc? <laughs> Doc is great, man. <laughs> it is great. It is great. 
I heard you got some good. Yeah. You, you got some good stuff for us today. Uh, we, we, before we get started, I'm gonna ask each one. I know all the other doctors are listening, but I'm, but my first question for you, besides what you're gonna talk to us about, is I want an opinion from everybody. What do you think about? Brian Kemp opening up. You should have said that for last with Doc. Come on, we're going to retract that. I want that. each one of Okay, we'll say for last. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, say that. Okay, we'll yeah, we'll end with that, we'll, Doc. That'll we'll let you go over your segment first. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right, boss. <laughs> Come on, Doc. What you got for us today? And that's your, that's your final question before at the end, all right? So think about it. We'll, we'll hold that to the end. But, you know, before we even get started, um, you know, we, we, we started a little segment last week, and I think we enjoyed that. So it's, uh, you know, does it go on the left, go on the right? So you guys got your thinking cap on today. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. We ready. All right, here we go. All right, so here's the first one. You, you, this one's probably going to be pretty easy, but we'll see. Honey. Oh. What was the left or the right? That's good. What, what, what's the size? The right of is the, 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 the left, left is um, wrong. Is, is bad. bad. We're going to get rid of it right. We're going to keep it. Okay, okay honey, honey, honey right. 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 Okay, it's going to go on the right. So you guys are right on that. Now, you know, understand it. If you're a diabetic, if you take too much honey in, and increase your blood sugar a little bit. It doesn't do it like refined sugar, but uh, it can make your blood sugar go up. But it does have a lot of organic acids and phenolic compounds and that kind of thing. So uh, it, it, it has an anti-inflammatory effect. When you take it, one of the things that I emphasize is boosting your immune system through getting the inflammation out of your system. Honey's going to go on the right. Okay, here's the next one. Chili peppers, especially like red chili peppers. Right. On the right, yeah. Ooh, you guys are good. You, you're on a roll today. Okay, so here's the thing about red chili peppers, okay? They are anti-inflammatory, sure enough. But your immune system also needs a lot of vitamins and minerals. And what chili peppers have is they actually have iron in them, okay? You always think about meat and that kind of thing, right? But you can get iron from chili peppers. They also have copper. Remember, we talked about zinc. So if you're taking a zinc supplement, you need copper to kind of balance zinc. Get the copper here. You don't have zinc, but you have copper. You got vitamin A, folic acid, vitamin C, antioxidants, right? They help with immunity. Um, vitamin K and riboflavin and niacin. So this is really, really good. So you guys did great. Uh, I give you um, 100% on that one. I <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right. Well, today's topic is myths about coronavirus. Man, so, I can't wait to talk about this one right here. Yeah. Myths about the coronavirus. First, the first myth is that we can open up uh, uh, all of uh, Atlanta and, and Georgia and everybody's going to be okay. That's the first myth. So okay. we're going we to say that, that one on out the way. All right. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> So, uh, but one of the things that I did want to talk about is that a lot of people think that um, this, this whole concept of hot water, using it to drink, using it to inhale, that it is effective against the COVID-19 um, uh, virus, okay? This is absolutely false, 100% false. You cannot drink hot water and think that uh, it is going to get where the lungs are, or inside your GI tract, or any other place, and it's going to kill the virus. Now, what hot water can do is serve as an expectorant where you may be, if you have some lung disease, you may be able to get some of the, um, the mucus up, and it may help you also if you inhale it, because uh, people have been talking about, right, um, the inhaling. The oranges. Steam with the oranges, mm -hmm. yeah, and the lemons. You are not getting vitamin C. Understand that. You are not getting ascorbic acid when you do that because any type of heat destroys vitamin C. It is very what we call heat labile. However, it can, again, open up your lungs a little bit and make you feel like you're breathing a little bit better. 
There was a case, however, where a brother was doing this. I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but a brother was doing it. He felt better for a while, and it actually delayed him getting treatment. He wound up being in the hospital. He didn't have any real bad, bad effects from it, but it's just one of the things. I'm going to say that if, you, you know, if you're having a little bit of difficulty with sinus congestion, that kind of thing, go ahead and do it. But it does not, absolutely does not kill the virus. Mm. Okay. okay. All right. So, um, COVID is just like the flu. Not at all. COVID is a bad player. And right now we are starting to get more and more information. You guys have had me on the show before. There was a lot of uncertainty that we had about this virus. Well, now we know that it can affect every system of your body. Mm. We are starting to see rashes. We are seeing strokes in young people. Strokes. And these strokes are actually occurring after the people are getting better. So young people who are getting better and then all of a sudden they're having strokes. Something I'm going to address and I don't want to get people too upset about this, um, but just being a vegan by itself doesn't seem like it's enough. Mm-hmm. Gentleman just had, uh, he was a yoga instructor, he was a vegan, and he had a stroke. After he was getting over getting the coronavirus, so the first thing was he got it, being a vegan. The second was, as he was getting better, getting ready to go home, he had a stroke, and he was somewhere around 40 years of age. He was a young man. So, um COVID is nothing like the flu. It is very uh, dangerous, very virulent. Take this thing seriously. As everything starts to open up, you had better still follow all of the rules of trying to keep yourself safe. Wear a mask. Go ahead and and, uh, wash your hands. Keep that distance. You know, we're talking about six feet. I'm going to tell you to do at least 10 feet. Mm. Why? Because a cough can spread at least 19 feet. 19 feet. Did you hear that? Wow. If there's a sneeze, it can go up to 27 feet. So if someone, if you are sneezing, coughing, those kinds of things, have a tissue, use that in order to um, gather the, the, uh, the viruses. Everybody should be wearing a mask so that we can decrease the amount of virus that we inhale. What would be another one? Um, uh, rinsing your nose and gargling, okay? You can get rid of the virus. It's it, it just not going to happen. You may, you may feel a little better. You may help your sore throat, but it is not going to get rid of it. How about garlic? Garlic is not really an antibacterial, and so um, it does have some properties for the immune system, but garlic is not going to kill COVID. COVID is a bad boy, I'm telling you. Um, let's see. Corona will die off in the spring. Okay, so this is what they're counting on. Corona, we don't know how it's going to react. Yes, it is true with the flu and those kinds of things. It goes down, but I have done urgent care for a lot of years in the past, and we used to see the flu throughout the summer sometimes. So it Mm. doesn't necessarily go away. When you hear Dr. Fauci talking about the fact that it is going to be here and we are going to have a bad fall, Everybody get ready. This thing is not going away. When you hear the President of the United States saying something different, he is not a physician. He is not an epidemiologist. He, is, he has no experience with these things. Listen to the experts. Wow. How much time do we have, fellas? You got, you're good. You're good. So, so okay. you good. Keep, keep, keep going okay. on. Um, how about, um, you know, eating Chinese food? This is, this is another one. Okay. The Chinese people are not carrying this virus around it is not you're not going to get this virus and get sick if you eat chinese food you know 
Support the restaurants that are in your area. If you like Chinese food and they're in your area, support these people. Yeah. If you like, you know, the foods that are in your area, support the restaurants. But be mindful, too, of the foods that you're eating because a lot of foods have a high inflammatory value which could decrease your immunity. So you do want to eat foods that have more of a base of vegetables in them. You want to stay away from foods that have a lot of, uh, that are very hard to digest. So the harder the food is to digest, think about it. That means that the more energy that your body has to use in order to be able to use it as a food source and to support your immunity. So be mindful of those things. I'm putting together, I've been telling you guys for weeks, I'm putting together a book one of the problems I'm having with this book is that the information keeps changing, and I keep getting more and more information. So um, I am going to address these things in my book, and I'm actually changing some of the belief I had before. So that's going to be very interesting, and we might be able to talk about some of that in one of the upcoming shows, uh, how, some of my belief about how the immune system is working, because COVID is changing all the rules. This, this joke is bad. And if you think just because you're young, you're going to be uh, immune to this thing, mm. we don't even know if you get it once that you won't get it again because the virus keeps changing. And right now, uh, you may have heard that there's some lions that have actually gotten the, uh, the virus in New York. Yes. Well, it started out with one. Now they have about five. Uh, it started out with a tiger. Now it's in the lions. And they are finding some household cats have it. But here's the thing. We are transferring it to the animals as opposed to the way it originally may have started, may have started. It was transferred to us through this thing called a civic cat, which is a, like a mountain cat in China. Started with a bat, bat went to the cat, then the cat, then supposedly man may have gotten it from there. Now we are transferring it to the cats. Kind of weird. That means it's changing again. So do not get relaxed with these people as you start to interact in the community. I would say don't go out if at all possible, but if you do, use all types of precautions. You guys do have any questions for me? Yeah, I do. Um, so this is Alvin. I'm trying to um, figure out, you hear, sometimes you hear it, it being an airborne virus, and sometimes you hear it not being airborne. I know if you sneeze or cough, that would be automatically air, uh, be able to transmit. But do you think it's actually living in the air as we just, like, walk around in the country? No, no, it's not. It, it, it can get into, like, when somebody sneezes, it gets into, like, what they call a cloud, and it kind of disperses out. But it actually is carried in droplets, and so it, it drops to the ground um, within so many feet of, of you sneezing and that kind of thing. So... Um, but if you're out and, say, you're walking, you don't have to have a mask on if there's no people in your vicinity. One of the things that you do have to be aware of is that it is allergy season, and so allergy season does affect your immunity if you have allergies. It can actually decrease some of your immunity. So this is the way you need to think about this um, and how your immune system works. Let's say uh, your body is putting out all this inflammation, so from bad eating, drinking alcohol, bad habits, not getting enough sleep, uh, and allergies, et cetera, okay? Okay. Then you have 10 fire departments in your body that put out these, these, uh, these fires because inflammation is nothing but fire, right? It's fire inside of your body. It's the same as if you have, like, a boil on your leg. It's hot, it's inflamed, it hurts. Well, that, can, that happens inside of your body, too. So your immune system deals with those things. So now you send out 
nine of your fire departments because you had a good night drinking, you ate a lot of uh, beef, and your, your body's all inflamed. And now corona comes in, and you only have one fire department to kind of deal with corona. Right, okay. This is what puts you in the hospital. Don't have enough reserve in order to deal with it. So that's the main thing is we have to get our immune systems very, very, very strong so that when corona comes, we have some backup. We have some, some additional fire departments that can respond to this virus. Okay. This is the last question. Yes, sir. Um, there's a chart that they that I've seen on CNN where there was a restaurant. They have a restaurant uh, chart where the seating, where there's three tables, and somebody at, at table A had the virus, but it impacted the three surrounding tables around them, and they said because of the ventilation system. So I'm assuming the virus is can be airborne in a situation where if you're in an enclosed space. Is that right? Well, it'd be the same thing like we were talking about, that, you know, if somebody coughs or sneezes, mm-hmm. okay, that the, um, the virus can travel up to 27 feet. So if you're within 10 feet of these people, which those booths are, right, they're within 10 feet, mm-hmm. uh, and somebody sneezes or coughs, the ventilation system is blowing, blowing. So when they talk about ventilation system doing it, 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 you know, you have one part of the ventilation system that's pulling air up, you have another one that's pushing it down. And so it can push that virus even further. But if you're in a close vicinity, it can push it right on top of you. Oh, okay. okay. So again, it's not just floating in the air per se, but there can be things that can actually keep it airborne longer because of the way things are circulating in a closed space. Okay. All right. Um, all right, Doc. Well, listen, um, man, you got me thinking here now. Um, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it, uh, man. And we're looking forward to uh, uh, to the next <laughs> the next segment. You gave you gave us a lot to think about, man. We're gonna we're gonna uh, yeah. This is Doctor Alexander with uh, Smartplex ATL. Y'all, please uh, feel free to log into uh, SmartplexATL.com. Is that right, Doc? Logging the SmartPlex ATL, and, and, and one of the things that we are doing is we're helping people with their immune systems with high-dose vitamin C. This is a game-changer. It is real. There's documentation about it. We can put it into your vein, but it's not like dripping a whole bag of IV. We can do it through a syringe with some fluid in it. It's, it's very carefully put together, and we can give you a good dose of vitamin C that will give you a boost to your immunity to help you fight. So give us a call at... 678-2456777 please don't delay on this because this thing is serious and I can give you some great help and get you moving in the right direction. I'm Dr. Elmer Alexander, Smartplex ATL. See you guys next week. All right, All right Doc. Doc. Thanks, thanks a lot. All right, y'all. Uh, We're going to take was- a quick break. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. I think uh, Dr. Hines is going to be coming in after this quick break, and we'll be right back. This is Alvin and Edman on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100.
for Pets Wellness Center reminds old-fashioned health listeners and pet owners to never leave pets unattended inside a parked vehicle, not even for a quick errand. Temperatures can rise to dangerous levels fast. Visit our website for more information at www.just4petsfl.vet or give us a call at 239-270-5721. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. Man, that was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. Dr. Alexander brought some information. He hit me with one I wasn't aware of. I know, of right? The, well, you think that was something. Your entire body, possibly. Like, you, you, know? think, you think we're ready for Dr. Hines? Man, Let's this is going to be a little deep. Dr. Yeah. Hines, you on the line? I'm on the line. Hello. How are y'all doing today? Hello. We're doing, doing absolutely well. wonderful. I thought we'd play you a little Natalie Cole. You might not know nothing about Natalie Cole, though. I'm old enough to know Natalie Cole. <laughs> <laughs> that was the good old days when we didn't have, we, we, we didn't have coronavirus at that time, Doc. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She had a beautiful voice, and her dad was amazing as well. Yeah, that was definitely good old days when we could dance and, and do the hustle and everything else, and we had to worry <laughs> about breathing on each other. You know, I never learned how to do the hustle. Oh my God! It's never too late, but you know, I, I never learned how to do that one in the bus stop. I never learned how to do. Well, we have social distancing now. I'm not sure how this is gonna work out for you. So <laughs> I'm sure there's a YouTube video out there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Doc, how you doing? I'm great. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. Thank doing you well. so much. We are looking forward to hearing what you got for us. I told everybody earlier, I said, I'm telling y'all, Doc is not happy about this reopening the country. So tell us what you think, Doc. No, I am not. So what I wanted to talk with you all today about um, was the topic about, you know, what happens if your state is reopening. So um, I don't know where all, all of your listeners are, but for those in Georgia, um, our state is opening tomorrow, actually. Um, and that is a little bit distressing on, on a whole lot of levels. So if your state is reopening, what should you do? Mm. Um, the short answer is to continue to stay home and shelter in place um, and, and continue with your essential outings only, uh, you know, wear your mask if you have to go out. Um, and, you know, when we look at the reasons why, um, so for in many states, particularly Georgia and Florida, um, the number of cases of positive coronavirus, um, as well as the number of hospitalizations and the number of deaths, have not started to decline yet. Mm-hmm. We are still on the uptick, um, just even with the shelter-in-place uh, practices that we have now. So most certainly once we start going out to be more social, you know, getting our nails done, getting our hair done, all of those things, I think that we're going to continue to see cases rise instead of, you know, falling off. Um, So then a lot of your medical facilities, um, you know, are going to be overwhelmed if this continues to rise or if we have um, an explosion in the number of cases because a lot of medical centers don't have Um, adequate staff. I'm sure you all have been hearing about um, hours being cut, pay being cut, um, you know, all of those things because, you know, the hospitals aren't working at full capacity, particularly when we're dealing with their um, outpatient surgeries and that kind of thing, which generate income for these hospitals. Um, So, you know, you have that. And then, of course, you know, many places don't still don't have adequate PPE. Mm. So, so there's that. Um, you know, there's not an abundance of testing available as of yet. So we can't even screen people, um, as we talked about last week, where we could know 
who's who and what we need to do with those people. So if we had widescreen testing where we could identify people who are positive, whether they are symptomatic or asymptomatic, um, then we could properly um, guide these patients to, you know, you need to stay at home, you're safe to be out, and the general public would know. And we could feel confident and comfortable in knowing that when we go to these places of business, we are safe. Mm. Um, you know, we don't have that firmly in place yet. Um, of course, as we know, there's no vaccine for this as of yet. Um, there's also no standardized treatment regimen for if you get sick. Um, no cure, of course. Uh, and then we don't know, we don't have clear risk factors that can isolate a particular group of people to say, you know, this group of people with these risk factors definitely need to stay at home. Um, we, we are seeing that, you know, of course, the chronic health issues are placing patients at risk, being high blood pressure, diabetes, asthma, uh, for example. But we also are seeing quite a few young, healthy, athletic people who are getting very sick and even dying as well. So there's no rhyme or reason as to who gets this disease and how are they affected by it. Um, and then also, um, and I had to look this up, so in Georgia, there were several rural hospitals that closed in 2019, um, seven across the state of Georgia to be exact. Um, and so, you know, that decreases access to care. Mm -hmm. And then of the rural hospitals that are still open and operating, um, they have decreased their critical care services. So if you come to one of these rural hospitals and you are very sick, chances are you're going to be transferred out to a larger medical center, provided that they have beds and so on and so forth. So, you know, going out at this point, in my opinion, is just really um, dangerous. Um, you know, I can't put it any, any, um, any simpler. How, how do you think that the people of, you know, the state of Georgia will respond as far as going out tomorrow? I know that we're opening up. And, you know, a lot of people are saying they're going to, you know, continue to bunker in place. And but, you know, there are a lot of people that may go out. Do you feel like this may be like a test run? The world is watching us just to see, you know, what takes place over the weekend? Because uh, to my knowledge, I think Monday is pretty much, you know, open season, open season for everything. I mean, you think this is a test case? That's what you think? Yeah. Well, yeah, I do think that this is a test run. And I think that it's a test run that we aren't going to score very well on. Um, if I if I may say that, um, looking back at history of, of pandemics, and I'd like to go back a century to the Spanish flu pandemic um, of 1918 to 1919, uh, similar um, to what we're experiencing now, but on a much more massive scale. So the Spanish flu started during World War One and um, spread rapidly secondary to troop, troop movement. Um, across all countries. So all of the countries that participated in World War One had troops that were affected by this virus. And so as they were moving from battle to battle and then going back home and, you know, deploying wherever they went, they took this virus with them and spread it like wildfire. Mm -hmm. um, so worldwide, about 50 million people died of, of the Spanish flu. Um, with about 675,000 deaths in the United States. Um, so about one-third of the world's population was affected either being positive, mildly symptomatic, severely symptomatic, or dead. 
There were three waves of the Spanish flu. Uh, one, the first one in spring of 1918. Um, the second one, which was the most deadly in the fall of 1918, um, and that was due to a mutated virus. Um, so the original virus from spring of 1918 changed in a way. And so right when they thought the cases were going to decrease, they had this blossoming of, of number of cases and number of deaths um, in the fall of 1918. And then the third wave uh, happened in winter of 1918, and the pandemic ended in the summer of 1919. So you're looking at, you know, a good 18 months that mm -hmm. this world experienced this virus. And a lot of the spread was due to no quarantine, no quarantine practices being um, mandated. So it was kind of up to you, you know, if you want to stay at home, you can, you should, you know, there were recommendations put out sounding like what we're going through now. Mm -hmm. um, but then there were um, governing bodies that were like, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't, it would, you know, decrease morale, people need to go to work. And, you know, we saw what happened. So, you know, I always like to look to history um, to see how we responded to something in the past and let that be a guide to us as to how we respond presently and going forward. So we have this glaring example of what happens um, when we don't shelter in place and ride out a pandemic. But, you know, time will tell and we will see how this goes um, for us as we, as we reopen our country. Um, so just in comparison, um, our COVID-19 numbers, so thus far, there are 2.5 million uh, confirmed cases worldwide, um, which have resulted in 176,000 deaths. And wow. in the United States, according to the CDC, as of a couple of days ago on the 21st, um, in the U.S., there were 776,000 cases, 42,000 deaths, and in Georgia, 20,000 cases and around 1,000 deaths. Now, those numbers pale in comparison to what we saw a century ago, of course. Right. Um, but, you know, I'll just point out that in Georgia on February 28th, before all of the shelter-in-place orders started, we had 67 confirmed cases in Georgia. Here we sit six weeks later with 20,000 cases. That's an increase. Uh, you know, Doc, so, I'm, so, I'm, so, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm so puzzled why... Why you can give us these statistics clear, cut, and precise with proof, but we have a governor that that don't that has no formal education as far as medicine is concerned, and won't listen to doctors and science. It just it just it upsets me. It and it is disturbing. It is, um, you know, and that is a difference in the pressures that are being applied across administration. Um, you know, of course, a lot of people are looking at the economic impact mm -hmm. of this, which has been serious. Um, you know, a lot of people as individuals want to get back to work because their, their local economy in their house is being severely restricted and severely affected. And, you know, you have to take that into account mm -hmm. um, because, you know, if your pay has been cut, that has, you know, dramatic impact on how you live. Um, and so, you know, you can't just, you know, that can't just be um, minimized. Mm 
the effect that that, that's having. Um, However, you know, I look at it as a standpoint of, you know, you can always make more money. Right. But you cannot make more life. Yeah. You sure said that one. So if something happens to you, if you are the income earner in your home and something happens to you um, as a result of of COVID-19, that income is gone forever. You know, if you die, that income is gone forever and your family is affected in many ways. But, you know, speaking of the economics, there's that effect. But then let's say you survive and you're hospitalized for a long time and now you've generated an incredible hospital bill. Um, So that's an economic effect either. So there really isn't, um, you know, looking at it from the economic standpoint, there really isn't a, a winning strategy here. Right. Except for um, staying at home. Yeah. But, you know, my, my thrust is always in the preservation of life. Right. Um, because, again, money and things, we can replace. Definitely. But, right. but I'm not willing to sacrifice any of my friends or family members or any of their friends and family members um, just for the sake of a dollar. And, you know, and that's kind of how we, we really, really need to look at this. Well, Doc, I... Uh, we here at Old Fashioned Health. I'm so glad I'm a friend of yours, so I know I'll be taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can for you. <laughs> we so happy to have you, man. Doc, thank you so much for this information. Uh, what's your thank website you. again, just in case people want to um, go or get in, you know, find out more information? Because she has a wonderful podcast, you all, uh, that you can also listen to on Old Fashioned yes. Health. Uh, on, uh, what's the name of your podcast? Dr. Carissa Hines, I think is the name of your podcast. Yes, and so we have some some new things. So can I can I announce? Yes, please, can I please. Can yes, I share? yes, you sure can. Um, so you know, thanks to uh, the listeners of your show, um, you know, the opportunity has come up for me to have my own show. That's right. Um, nice. Congratulations. Yeah, and I'm tremendously excited about that and thinking about all the things that I want to share and and people that I want to invite on. And so um, I don't have a, a launch date for that yet, mm-hmm. um, but you can find me through my Facebook page. Um, it's Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. Um, and if you have any questions that you can, um, that you have, you are welcome to leave them there or message me through that Facebook page and um, I'll try and get your, your questions answered. And that's the name of your podcast too. Yes. That's the name of my podcast. So we're going to have that and I have a website that isn't launched yet, um, but that will be um, that will be coming. So it'll be kind of part and parcel a complete package, I hope, for all of our listeners. Definitely. Doc. Getting that information out there, too. And thank you so much. Doc. Thanks, Doc. Thank you so much. Be safe. Thank you so much thank for you all, all that you do. Talk to y'all next week. All right. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Hines there with us sharing her uh, views on opening the country. Y'all, please listen to her. Please listen to these doctors. They're trying. To, they're here to help you. We're here to share the information that we can get to you. And trust me, Evan and I, we sit here. Well, y'all can't see us when the, behind these mics, but we'd be shaking our heads. Yeah. You know, what can we do? What can <laughs> we do? You know? Um, so we have Dr. Hines already ready in queue for us. Uh, Doc, you ready? You ready, Doc? Yes, sir. All right, y'all. We have Dr. Sewell here, and uh, she is going to tell us how to not be crazy. So, <laughs> uh oh! <laughs> During this no, this time, no, you, what's you going have on? to have a little bit of craziness to survive. <laughs> there you go. The degrees of that. 
um, what I, what Look, I, um, I want to ask you something. Talk about though is is basically how do you survive your significant other and your kids when you have to shelter in place? <laughs> um, before mm. before I get into that, uh, I, I'm going to talk about, and I'm not going to get into anything really serious, but I do want people to understand that I do know, even though we're going to be looking at the lighter side of it today, Mm -hmm. I do realize there are some people who are dealing with abuse right now, whether it's domestic violence or child abuse. Um, So what I'm going to do is give out the 1-800 numbers now, but Mm -hmm. I also want people to know that they can go to my website, www.meenterprises.net. And I um, had, and I did an old show. I did a show back in February of 19 on the uh, domestic violence. They can go back on there. I've placed it on my homepage. So as soon as they go to that website, all they have to do is scroll down. I did a show on domestic violence. It tells you how to do a, how to create a safety plan for yourself, some of the things that you can do, so on and so forth. So I think that would be very helpful for you. Um, also, I will be um, talking to someone on Saturday. I'm going to have another show where I have an individual. Her name is Miss Stephanie Hughes. She's a licensed marriage family therapist. Um, she will be talking about how to deal with your perpetrator when you are sheltered in place, whether you are a child or whether you are an adult. So we'll be talking about those things as well, and I'm going to post that show up on Monday, which will be April uh, 27th. So for those of you who are dealing with more serious issues, please, please, please understand that I am not making light of it. I understand it. Um, and I would really urge you to go to the website to find out the information that you really need. And again, that's meenterprises.net. Um, if you think an ind- if you know of an individual or you think you know of, of a child, or adolescent who may be uh, suffering from neglect or abuse. Uh, there had, there's a national hotline. It's called Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline. Okay. The phone number is 1-800-422-4453. Again, that's Child Help National Child Abuse Hotline. That's 1-800-422-4453. Also, if you go to that website, it will give you the uh, child protective services in each. Um, not only is it a hotline, but it gives you information about each state and how to go about reporting certain things and number and, and the numbers where you can call in. Um, also, if you're currently a victim of uh, domestic violence, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233. And again, that's 1-800-799-7233. Both of these are 24-7 hotlines. So I hope everyone did receive that information. And now let's get down to surviving your folks in the house, surviving yeah. your loved ones. Let's get into okay? the good part. Because <laughs> I know that people are having difficulties. One of the things I just heard the doc say or mention was the piece about the financial stress. Um, so one of the things I want to do is I'm going to go down the, the reasons why people may be having some concerns. I'm going to mix them up a little bit with the children as well as uh, with the uh, significant other. Uh, for the sake of not having to say significant other all of the time, I'm just going to say your spouse. So if you got locked down with your significant other by accident, that's unfortunate for you. They're your spouse temporarily. Okay. okay. So that's what I'm going to that, use. And then we'll talk about different um, survival skills that you can possibly put into place. So, again, financial stress could be an issue. You may already be having difficulty with your significant other. So if you are already trying to distance yourself and put some space (laughs) 
between you by working later because, you know, some of us do that. They're like, oh, we always see you at the job. It's really because you don't want to go home. <laughs> yep. Okay, you yep. know we're dealing with those things. So, and now you're stuck in the house with that person, so that's a stress. Um, you realize that you've grown apart. A lot of times we have children and we have different goals and financial goals that we're setting up. When we do those things, we're focused on those goals and we're focused on those children. And so what happens is we end up growing apart. That's why you see a lot of couples, like when the children leave the home and they they have to, or they retire and they have to sit down and talk to each other. They're like, I don't know. This is not the person right. that, that I married <laughs> right here. So it may be a situation where you've grown apart and you're saying, I didn't know that he did this or I didn't know that she did this. Um uncertainty just regarding employment period some people may be um you know maybe working from home but you also may know hey it's a possibility this is going to run out if we don't get back you know if we don't open up the economy soon and again i believe in social distancing and i have some concerns about some of the governors opening opening up shops so to speak as well but nevertheless these may this may be a stressor also you could be working from home you're not really concerned about your job but you're having work from home and you're having to do home teach homeschooling. That's that can lot. be a problem yeah. right there. That's yes. a lot. Because even with just working from home and living at home, a lot of times that's like a hard uh, line. You know, it yeah. becomes right. blurred because you one really flows over into the next. And most of the time it's the work flowing over into, you know, your sleep, your eating. You know, you may find I yourself, agree, and I'm going to talk about that. I absolutely okay. agree, and I'm going to talk about that. And I'm especially going to talk about the eating, but that's going to be on another show. But you're correct about that because there's a lot of people getting chubby <laughs> right now. To say the, the sexy now is going to be the Rubenesque physique. Yeah, I mean, uh, I for the next one. So, so, <laughs> oh. You may not, your home may not be large enough. Like, everybody gives you these grand ideas, right? And, and they say, okay, you know what, just take a break from each other, go to another room. You you might be living with five people in a three-room apartment, yeah. literally. So, so far you can so go. Then how, how do you work with that? So cramped spaces, you're getting on each other's nerves. Here's another piece right here. You may be living with someone who is a frontline worker. Oh. And so when they come in the house, they're bringing that stress in the house on, on several fronts. Yeah. And I'm not putting it just on that frontline worker. So we're talking about healthcare workers. We're talking, and people forget about people who are working in retail, like or, or working in the grocery stores and in Lowe's. Those people are frontline workers too. If they are putting themselves at risk, and they're in, and they're in in the public right now, they're in the public. They're putting themselves at risk. I consider that as a frontline worker. That's that is not to take away from individuals who are healthcare workers as well, because they're seeing a lot of death yeah. and they're seeing a, lot, a number of other things. Um, so they're coming into the home and sometimes they're bringing stress into the, into the home because of what they have seen and they don't want to place that stress. They don't want to talk about those things to their family because they don't want to scare them or just because they've been dealing with it all day, but then they kind of bring it into the house and you don't know how to deal with that. And sometimes they're bringing into the house their concerns because they're like, you know, when I'm placing myself on the front line, I don't mind doing this. But I'm putting myself at risk, and, and most of us, I think, would agree on this. We're okay with saying, I'll put myself at risk, but I don't want to put my loved ones at risk. Right. Yeah. Say that you, you know, and so they're kind of, they may be concerned about that. So then how do we respond to that? We, You know, it can't just be we get upset and we're fussing. And then we talked about last week, you know, another cause of stressor, you know, basically socializing. You're missing the socialization and all those types of things like this. And here's the biggest thing that people joke about, but it can have some serious seriousness to it. But I'm not going to get into how serious it could be. We're going to try to keep it light. Is people are joking about this. 
you know what? They missing that side piece. Yep. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk thing. about that. Come on. Let's see a whole lot of that. <laughs> here, here, here's the thing with the side piece. It, it doesn't matter if you're male, female, or what, whatever. Here's the thing with the side piece is that that could actually increase. That's a form of release, whether you know it or not. That's a, that's a form of release. So if that person is not getting that release, and not just sexual release, it could be a it, that could be serving two or three purposes. You mean communication and things like that? Communicate communication. It could be that's where they're feeling where they're most comfortable because sometimes people will stay in relationships for for other reasons. But you know what? The person that they really care about, they're calling them a side piece, but in actuality, that's a person that really makes them feel like they're worth something. That's self worth. Could go away a number of things, and that could and that could really turn into a dangerous situation. Believe it or not, but nevertheless, that not only socializing with your family and close quarters or your friends with close quarters. I'm not talking about the people you live with. When I say family, I mean like maybe you might be missing your grandmother, mother, you know, cousins, just whatever people you hang out with. So in in sometimes and sometimes that side piece, and sometimes when the side piece is there, then the man or the woman in the house they don't get any piece. Side pieces, yes. <laughs> you okay. know what? I, so, so, Doc, <laughs> Doc, yeah. We need to have yeah. we need to have a show a call. We need to have a show called "Talking to Doctor Sewell After Dark." I yes, think that's the next I show. Agree. We <laughs> I agree. I, that one I agree on. I think she can really go I, ahead. I, I have a I'm lot of questions trying, that listen, I want to throw. I'm just in. trying to be very realistic here. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. Just trying to be realistic. <laughs> so, so. Let's, let's look at some survival skills or some things that you can do. Now, if you're a person that actually likes your spouse, mm-hmm. you know, they just may be getting on your nerves, you can use this as a time to try to reconnect, okay? okay? Kind of update one another on, you know, what's been happening in your life, kind of try to set aside some time to do date night. If you have some kids, wait for them to go to bed, you know, and then you can set aside and kind of do a date night and kind of spend some time. It's just you and your, just you and your significant other you can talk about goals that you guys have because a lot of times the goals that you started with they're the same goals but as i just mentioned you kind of stray away or you start getting other goals because you know you we all of us have heard that expression like grow apart Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or outgrow one another this is the time for you guys to sit down and really have a conversation with each other to determine what's going on now with that being stated it's also a time for you to realize that it's okay for you to, it's okay for self-care to occur. It's okay for me to take a break from you about two or three times a day. We don't have to sit up under each other all day because that's something called codependency and that is not healthy either. So in order for you to stay together, you might have to spend some time apart. So that's your time for you to maybe go out and walk. That might be your time for you to maybe go into another room. That may be a time for you if you're in a small uh, setting and you can't do it or you don't feel comfortable going out to walk because it may be some bullets that may be passing by you because, again, I'm being realistic, not judging, not judging, being realistic. You know, here's the thing. You can go sit in the bathtub and do a Calgon take me away. I don't want to be disturbed. I call it taking a Hollywood bath. You don't need bubble bath. You can do like you can do old school. Get you something. Get you some dish detergent. Get oh, you some not joy. the dish detergent. Not no ivory liquid. <laughs> no, like grandma put the little dish detergent. Right, in right. There. Correct. Correct. So, wow. Put them in there, and 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 wet. If you don't have any scented candles, get you get you some incense or do whatever whatever you need to do. 
that's going to be reasonable and relaxed for a few minutes. But that may be your time to step away from one another. If you have children in the home, maybe you guys can alternate the teaching as well. Okay. And it's two of you in the house. Okay. You can alternate. You, you can points. alternate the teaching. So now here's the thing. If you're not in a good relationship and you're stuck with somebody, God bless you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but so what I say to that is find a way to coexist peacefully and respectfully. And respect, so I when guess, I say, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I guess I was trying to piggyback off of what you said. Just basically respecting each other's time space. and But space. that's kind of hard mm-hmm. to actually if one is willing to do it and the other one is being a butthole. You know what I'm saying? So you mean one could be on that page of listen to what Dr. Sewell loves. Like, I don't care what Oprah say. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. so right. real, real quick, right. give, but, give a scenario of the best be, way to be, handle that. Before we do that, uh, we, we, we're going to have to go. Doc, you can, if you can hang on because we're going to okay. transition. So we're going to go to a mm-hmm. quick break and we'll be back with uh, Dr. Sewell taking up the rest of this side piece conversation. <laughs> 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 this is Alvin and Edwin <laughs> on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the real 11 you are tuned into The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at SmartPlexATL.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, y'all, we're back uh, with the Old Fashioned Health Show. We're going to finish this conversation. Let me give you all a number to call in right quickly. If you want to call in and ask questions about the previous uh, uh, segment we did that we just had, we're just continuing on, feel free to call in at 404-603- 8770-404-603-8770. You can call in if there's questions about <clears throat> any of the doctors that we've had on the panel thus far. Uh, feel free to call in. We're going to continue our conversation, our little side piece conversation with Dr. Sewell. <laughs> no. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> no. So, Doc, go ahead. So, so, so if, you're, if you're not in a good relationship or a person does not seem to be communicating or trying to work through this, one of the things that you, you I, I would really look at if the person is unwilling to communicate is how is it that I can take care of myself and again you you may have to look at coexisting you may have to look at do I need to do we need to look at getting counseling most of the time if a person doesn't want to communicate let me be honest with you the counseling 
is is nine times out of ten going to be in my experience not has been is is not it's not going to work. Okay. Um, but you can do that. You know, I gave you the psychologytoday.com. You can go on there and look at see see what insurances are taking sliding scale fee. Just put your zip go to find a therapist. Put your zip in zip code, okay. and it'll outline everything for you because there's a lot of people doing telemental health now. You may want to look at whether or not it's time. There may be a conversation for you to sit down and determine whether or not it's time for you guys to look at getting a separation or 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 divorce. Right. You know, you may you may have to start looking at look, can we coexist in the same space, sleep in different sleep in different bedrooms, do whatever because you're you're going to be in a small space and whether you decide that you're going to have to coexist, you're going to stay with this person because it's financial or you have kids you're going to have to show each other some level of respect. Mm. So that may be a time where you're going to have to just really sit down and say, "Look, it appears as though you don't you don't you know, you don't want to be with me." Um and this this is eliminating this is assuming it's no other stressors because if this is something that has just started happening, then that's something that you need to sit down and really take stock at and look at and see what you can work on. If this is something that's been going on for a long time, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, it, it's, you know, it may not just be one or two variables like that person is out of work or something has happened. There's been a death or, or something like that. It may be it's time for us to really look at this seriously and see how we can coexist if we're not going to divorce or separate. How can we coexist right now, whether it's for the kids or whether it's for financial reasons? And what can we do to make sure we still respect each other? It's almost like you're, in, you're not going to physically or literally draw a line down the middle of the stairwell or in the den and say, don't cross this line. But it, but to a degree, it kind of gets like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when I say you have to respect each other, that's so it will not have any level of intensity. Now, if it has a level of intensity, I'm not talking about violence. I'm just talking about where you guys are truly miserable coming mm-hmm. into the house. Then you're going to have somebody's going to have to look up, get, look at get, giving up some money. That's mm-hmm. real. Because mm-hmm. your peace, your peace, P-E-A-C-E. Your peace should be more important than anything else that because you have to look at self-care. And, and, one, and one of the things that was just brought up was sleep, and that's a very important piece because even during this time, you want to make sure one of your survival skills is going to be sleep because if I don't get enough sleep, then I'm going to be agitated and grouchy. So if I already have other stressors going on, plus this right here, plus a lack of sleep, you know what? Nobody in the house is going to want to deal with me. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a quick snap right there. <laughs> that nobody else is going to want to deal with me. Yeah. Um, here's the other piece, job issues. I mentioned where that could be a stressor. Here's the thing. There are some people right now who are concerned about getting back to work, and, and I, I truly understand that. But I've, I have some, some – I had a client who was concerned. Her, her panic attacks basically almost came to a complete halt. When she was out of work, because you know what was causing most of her anxiety, her job. Her job. Wow. Wow. Now, here's a person who initially didn't know whether or not she was going to have a job, have a job to go back to or not due to COVID, not due to anything else. But she thought about it after a week or, after a week or two. And she said, you know what? I haven't had any panic attacks since I haven't been at work. Hmm. So you know what? That's a time for you maybe to sit down. It doesn't mean that you won't go back to the same job or go back to the same discipline, but it may be a time for you to look and look at some things and see how is it that I can revamp some things. Because yeah. if the job is causing me this much stress, mm-hmm. let me see what what other options I may have once the economy gets back to to moving. Yeah. 
The other thing that was brought up was the piece about bringing work home. That's something that we have to deal with a lot, and you were absolutely positively correct. I'm 150% agreement in agreement with you most of the time. Your work is going to bleed over, even on a good day, mm-hmm. even minus COVID. It bleeds over to your home. So one of, one of the things you do is you pretend like you're at work. Guess what? I get a 15-minute break. Every four hours, I can take me an hour's lunch. And you know what? At 5 o'clock, if I, if I get in my car and drive home or take the bus or the subway home at 5 p.m., I'm walking out. That's what you need to do. Whatever, you shut it down. And what I always ask people is, what's the worst thing that can happen? And there is very rare that somebody says, well, somebody could die. That To me, I always start with the worst. What's the worst thing that's going to happen if you don't respond to that email until 8 a.m. tomorrow morning or 7 a.m. tomorrow morning? Yeah, certainly. What's going to happen? Better. It certainly won't be death, for sure. You're right. For for the majority, it it is not going to be. And then take time throughout the day to do the deep breathing and to relax and to do all of those other, you know, I talked about deep breathing last week. That's one of the things you can do. That's one of the times you can take a break, just go outside. That's one of the times um, you can do, you know, if you've done your meal preparation. See, I was listening. I was listening a couple of weeks ago. You I thought I you wasn't. Were. If you're doing you your meal what? preparation. You was listening. Well, Doc always has <laughs> some good stuff. Go ahead and do that. Let me go upstairs and get my get my snack as opposed to me grabbing some potato chips or as opposed to me grabbing some fries, whatever. Let me go and do something that's going to help me just zen out yeah, and relax. Let me go and look right. at the old-fashioned house <laughs> about exactly. 15 minutes. Let me see what's going on. Let me go and relax. And just do get now, a break. But, but, Doc, you know what? Now, next week, what what was the topic? Did you decide on what you're gonna talk about next week? Because I want them I to be. I sent you an outline. I sent you an no, outline. No, no, for the for the listeners. No, 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 for the listeners. For the listeners, I want them to hear what you're gonna talk about <laughs> next week. <laughs> she got a good one next week. I, I'm trying to get her to go and tell what it's gonna be about. Because I want her. To, it's a good one. Doc always go all out of her way to make sure she get the most important and and definitely accurate, up to date. Uh, information to share with us. And, right. And Dr. Because I, I really want to talk you. about the people on the front line and the coping strategies, but really quick, because yes. I know I have to get off, I want to talk about the children really quickly. If okay. you're doing homeschooling, mm. please put them. Here's the first thing. Even if you're not, put them on a schedule. Do not have your children running around like they're in the great outdoors and it's 18 points. Please do not. <laughs> That's a bad habit. But you want to do, what you want to do is put them on a schedule because if they're on a schedule, then you can be on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Okay? What you want to do is keep in mind, try to, try to link them into educational activities. Do not try to teach them a full eight hours like they do at the, at the school. Do not do that. You know, take breaks. Find time for them to go outside and teach them kind of some educational things. If you, you know, they can have a game. Do something where they can run around and get the energy out, come back in. Okay, have something scheduled for them because if they're on a schedule, then they would, then it, everything will go much smoother and it will go much smoother for you because you can say, okay, this is my downtime. If you have somebody to share that responsibility with, then please, by all means, share that responsibility with them and the last thing i will say about the kids is this if you realize that yes and you may have to bleep me out mr watson but if you realize that yes i have some bad ass kids you need to go and apologize <laughs> to the school to the school when they come back <laughs> exactly. when all it's all people back. when school let in <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that is it but i thank you Doc, thank you so much. much. We appreciate it. Doc, you can also listen to Dr. Sewer on Old Fashioned Health, and she has a podcast, The Wellness Enclave. Doc, thank you so much. Look forward to next week's show. 
All right. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, Take care. Stay All safe. Right. Be blessed. All right. This is Alvin and Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show. Man, we've had a great panel today with some good information. Yes, we have. I, I love their energy, the different doctors and, uh, you know, the You like the side piece conversation, don't the you? The up and down and the whole mm-hmm. energy. Yeah, the side piece as well or whatever, you know, you're doing out there. But, I mean, they all hit a lot of great points, you right. know, in regards to this thing that we are just – it's almost like this invisible situation we're all dealing with at one time. And, I mean, yep. it goes from, you know, laughter to, to seriousness serious, yeah. to, you know. And it is serious, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's, it's very, very serious. It's scary. And, and um, even more, I don't like want to use the word scary, but the the part with just tomorrow, you know, being. Let me let me tell y'all what I did. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Now. Go this ahead. is going to be a surprise. This, you, you'll be proud of me. Uh, I like to try to make my co-host proud of me. He Uh-oh. pays attention. So. <laughs> Uh, so my barber sent me a sent me this uh, sent me something while we were on the air. So the barber shop is gonna be open on May fourth. Is when they're gonna open up, right? So they're not opening tomorrow. They're not opening tomorrow. Okay. So he said these are the client requirements. This is it for off the hook barber shop. They're gonna reopen on on March on um, May fourth. He says client will be required to wear a mask. No mask, no service. Okay. The next thing he says temperature will be checked at the door. All right. Uh, uh, sanitizer or hand wash uh, upon entry. So as soon as you come in, you got to wash your hand with the sanitizer. Okay. It says, if you are not being serviced, please wait outside. So you have to stay in your car. You can't come in the barbershop and sit in. It says, in order to protect our clients and ourselves off the hook, we'll implement an alternative working schedule for our uh, our, uh, patrons. It says, please contact your barber. Uh, Whoever your barber is, contact your barber at off the hook barbershop, whoever cuts your hair. And, and let them know that you're coming in so you can schedule your appointments accordingly. So you just can't sit in there and do like we used to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you what I did. I think uh, uh, Old School probably already saw it because I saw he liked it on my Instagram. What's that? <clears throat> what I did was, you saw what I what I did on my Instagram page? So what I did was, uh, I, I'm so serious about, I don't like Brian Kemp uh, having people come back. and But I understand my mother used to be a beautician. So I know living... From one pressing curl to the next, or from one haircut to the next, I'm so familiar with I that. I can attest to that. And as having well. four kids, I yeah. know what that's. I, yeah. I'm, I was one of those okay. people, right? Um, but I also know my mother was one of those people that was resourceful. To if you didn't have a large clientele at the time, you made it work. Mm-hmm. You do what you got to do to survive to take care of your family. Um, what I did was for my barber. I'm not gonna put my barber in that position. I, I'm, I appreciate the uh, what he's doing to let us know what to do. But I'm going to give myself 30 more days. I don't care if my hair gets long as Rapunzel. What I'm going to do is I decided to pay my barber every two weeks like I'm regularly going to the barber shop, and I'm just going to sit at home. I figured maybe if they had enough, if everybody said, okay, let me just pay you while you out. Man. Because some of the barbers, they don't get stimulus packages. The beautician don't get a stimulus package. So I dropped a video this morning saying I'm going to pay my barber every two weeks. So I cashed out him yeah. and showed it on, on the video that I am going to do what I said I'm going to do. So every two weeks. I'm going to send my barber a cash app like I'm going to the barbershop, but I'm not going to go. I'm not going to put my barber in that position. I'm not going to put the people that's in the barbershop in that position Dude, that is anything. That so is so dope. I would, I would pound do. you, but we're going to oh, stay our distance. We've got an air <laughs> pound. Have, no, but I, I really so, I appreciate if, that. Yeah, myself, I, know, yeah, I grew up in a salon. My, my mom was a beautician the majority of my life, and then later on I went into barbering. I'm a licensed professional barber for many years myself. But just what you're saying in regards to that, man, that's that's ultimate respect. You're going to give us a you, cut after we get out there. For all you, to, you to put that out there like yeah, that. Yeah, I did. You know? and I was like, we, we always talk about, oh, man, look at you. That. We always talk about, uh, uh, you know, I'd, as I said, I'd rather see a sermon than to hear one any day. 
So that's the reason why I don't have a problem with. I mean, you know, it's not like I'm rolling in dough. Yeah. But if I was, if my barber shop was open, then I'd be getting my hair cut. Mm-hmm. So since my barber is always there, my barber is one of those barbers that'd be like, "Listen, man, you need to come get a haircut. You're probably trying to hold off and hold on, save your money because you're trying to do something else." But he know with me being an entrepreneur at the time when I was really trying to grow, yeah. he would call me. He's like, uh, so you ain't been to the shop. What's going on? Just just coming so you can look clean. Yeah. So I felt like since my barber has been there for me, so now the tables are turned. Man, so I can- am paying my barber every two weeks for the next 30 days. My 30 days, we're going to need you to be doing something, you know, hopefully hey, Corona you, be in better control. But I'm not, putting my posi- I'm not putting my barber in that position. So all of you out there that are listening, uh, uh, ladies, I know your haircut or your hairstyle may cost a little more than a, than a haircut. But there's something you can do for that sister that give you a washing set every two weeks, even if it's twenty dollars or ten dollars. You can do something to help her because she got kids, she mm-hmm. has a family. Mm-hmm. You may be on a stimulus package mm-hmm. and everything. So do something to help those. That's how we take care of each other. Man, I think I think you just started something, and I want to challenge like a lot of the uh, clients, yeah, you know, for the barbers and look out there. Even if it's not necessarily what you may pay to get your services, you know. Uh, done every Set week yourself on a budget. Give, give them ten dollars every two weeks. Like yeah, yeah get something. them something. That if helps. it's nothing but the tip, give yes, them what exactly. you've been giving them every two weeks. Exactly. And don't go to the barber shop. Get and listen. How long? Remember, uh, black people. I used to have braids. I'd have. I've had braids. I've had plat. My hair's been this long before. Wow. So if it grows that long, that's like, hey, I'll just call me. You know, somebody else because I'm. I'm letting it grow. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting my barber in that situation. Yeah, that's. that's All right, y'all. We're gonna. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break because our old school guy. He finna set a hair appointment. I can tell the way he's looking <laughs> right now. This is Alvin hey, Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real Eleven Hundred.
rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. Smartplex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at smartplexatl.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. Smartplex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. Welcome back, everybody. It's Alvin and Edmund. What's up? What's up? What's up? Old Fashioned Health Show. How's everybody feeling out there today? Man, we've had a great show. We only got a few more minutes left on this show. Uh, if you all want to send a shout-out, call in. Please call 404-603-8770 as the number to call. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, also, uh, tomorrow's show is right in my co-host's wheelhouse because we have a young lady that's going to come in tomorrow. Uh, uh, she's doing, She does the hair and makeup kind of situation. She'll be on the show tomorrow, and she's going to share with the ladies and the men. So she's going to share a little bit about the ladies, but what y'all also know that my co-host is also a barber, but they're going to share with you all on how to keep your grooming skills, uh, keep yourself groomed during the time of isolation. So we're going to talk about that. And then we have uh, the scientist, the, uh, the lady from that was on our show, uh, Michelle Dawson, is going to be on our show on tomorrow also talking about uh, opening up the country as well. So we have, we have a great show. Yes, yeah, yeah. we, 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 Man, we're trying to bring it out there so people can hear it. And, and the feedback we're getting from the show, I mean, that everybody's loving it. We appreciate yeah, you listening yeah. each week. and um, We really appreciate that. I yeah. mean, because you could be listening to anybody else, but we appreciate you all listening to us. We got a lot of shows coming up. Uh, Edmund has a bag of stuff he ain't telling me about that he going to bring to share with you all to our listeners and stuff. So yeah, I'm excited about excited that. Kind of excited about that. Yeah. And, uh, but y'all make sure if, you, if, if you're going out starting, if you if what I'm, what I'm trying to, what I'm wrestling with is why do I need to go out to do all these activities that could possibly hurt me and my family? Maybe it's just me because I'm like, I don't even see the need for a haircut because I can't go anywhere anyway. I mean, wh why, why do I need to be looking like Dude, I'm a barber and I haven't cut my hair. No, his hair real long, y'all, all the way down his back. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but this, that, that, that's part of my sacrifice as well because, I mean, you know, I'm looking at it as like there's so many other things that I can get done in the time that it would take me to, you know, pretty much get in the mirror and right. cut my hair. And for what? Like, where am I going? You know, right. I wear a hat all the time right. and I'm putting on a mask. So I'm just covered up anyway. So. I just kind of keep the beard yeah. trimmed down or something. That's but it. otherwise, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I think, I think yeah, I'm, if it grows, it just grows and it's just going to be a long hair. That's all. You know, <laughs> I, it is what it is. My barber is calling me now. He probably saw the... Uh, uh, thing that I posted, yeah, yeah. He, don't, he don't know. So he, man, he, oh, you didn't even tell him about. Okay, I didn't tell him. That. It wasn't about. It wasn't about me. I just dude, wanted to do it for him. Dude, that's from he the had heart no right idea. There. And yeah. that's real. That's 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 real. Yeah. Like I haven't heard something like that in a minute since people like started making masks and donating them or selling them <laughs> or whatever. Like that's real on another side. And I ultimate respect, you know, being that I'm a barber as well. And like I said, I'm gonna put that out there with my people. Um, you know, for their clients and their barbers that are in the salons and shops and hairstylists and stuff like that. Because like you say, a lot of uh, those individuals didn't receive a stimulus and, um, you know, money makes the world go round. Mm -hmm. It's how you eat, it's how you take care of your home, your family, your loved ones or whatever. So y'all do that. Everybody do that out there. I mean, you don't have to necessarily, 
you know, give them everything you got, but just some type of contribution, you know, cash app. Everybody has that now. I just, I think I was the last person to sign up for cash app. So but wait a minute. Wait in, a minute. On earth. Like, <laughs> so you're not that person that just got rid of the rotary dial phone at home, right? No, not so much as the rotary dial, but I mean, you know. You still got one at the house just as an antique. Is that the excuse? I do, do. I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pack rat. I probably have one somewhere in there, you know, even if it's just for like photo shoot purposes or whatever. Wow. But uh, yeah, man. So everybody just send a little something to your people and let them know that you appreciate them. You know, a, a tip of some sort, something, put some gas in or buy coffee. Yeah, 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 buy coffee. You know what? Let me tell you, tell you what I did last night. And then, I'm, so we're going to be wrapping the show up. So, you know, uh, I produce kids, uh, chefs, cooking, and talk show, right? Yes. So um, the kids are sending in their their videos to, uh, to be to be seen on Old Fashioned Health. I'm mean, on Kids, a chef show. So every time a kid sends in a video of them cooking, I have to cook and, and do the show, right? Okay. I made last night some banana, walnut, dark chocolate chip cookies. Lord, Did you eat them all? Because you, you didn't bring I any in here. Come on, to. come on, man. Look at old school. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even bring them in here. Hey, you know, hey, I'm bringing, I'm bringing some tomorrow. Okay. Bring out some cookies tomorrow. Oh, you're bringing edibles tomorrow. How we go from, look, look at that. <laughs> look at, How y'all go from cookies what, to edibles? What happened with, we, we, we got we to gotta get the young lady. Uh, thank you line. all for listening to the Old Fashioned <laughs> Show. Everybody stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Um... If you go out tomorrow, try to be as safe as you possibly can. Please Check do. in on your people. Please Send do. your barber Please or your do. stylist a few dollars cash app. That's and, right. Um, Let tune them in tomorrow. All right. See you later. All right. Peace. And teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place in their hearts Jesus is love He won't let you down And I know He's love forever Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.